Be Bit Wise, the only podcast where one of us might be a hipster. Guess which one? This oh, is Alondo. Alondo. Oh, it's not me. <laughs> oh, wait, I just gave it away. Oh, I'm sorry. So this is Alondo. Oh, hey, this is Beaven. I'm Jennifer. All right. And this is episode four. We made it. Woo-hoo. I don't know, like like three, three was like a threshold or something, oh, but yeah, four. What's going on, team? How y'all doing? You, everybody's we're good. All right? We're good? Yes, yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. They've all had the truth serum, so we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> and the cockroach milk. And the cockroach milk, which Not is like a requirement. Me. It has to happen every time. I didn't have cockroach milk. She doesn't know what we put in her drink. All right, moving on to our first segment, of course, which is... What had happened was, we talk about uh, interesting news for the week. So, what had happened was. See what had happened was. See what had happened was. Everybody talking about what they do with. They go live about what they say. Everybody talking about what they do with. We're on the edge of our seat. I know. You guys are excited. This is called, what do they call that? Delayed gratification. That's what I'm doing right now. All right, so you guys remember the movie The Birds, right? Yes. Alfred Hitchcock, Tippi Hedren. Spooky. It was spooky. I mean, it was really, really groundbreaking at the time. It took something really, you know, unobtrusive, birds flying around, you know, innocuous kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Freaked everybody out. What if I told you there's an app for that? All right, now, I know that sounds really weird. All right, but just back up with me here for just a second. There was a problem. In Canada, specifically, I think it was Victoria, Vancouver. And let me make sure I'm double-checking myself here real quick. And they made an app, or a particular person made an app called CrowTrax. C-R-O-W-T-R-A-X. Now, it's like, well, Crow, what? There was such a problem during the spring with crows attacking people because they would get close to where their nests were Mm -hmm. and the crows would come attack them and so these uh smart individuals went out and said you know what we're going to create an app that will track where you are more likely to get attacked by a crow Wow, that's like ways for crows. It's, crows. it's ways for crow attacks, right? <laughs> crows up ahead. If if crows were carnivorous, they'd be like, you know, there's a lot of good, tasty people here, but of course they don't do that. So that's what they. This guy created this app, and that's all it does is it tracks when crows attack people. So I went out and looked at this map, and uh, I will, you know, like really quickly when it comes up, show you guys. Refill this map. Literally, you can sit there and see all oh, the crow attacks. Wow. wow. All the crow attacks that are out there. And this shows up Is on a map. Is that blood? No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, this is a thing. Like so I was like, man, this this is, must be a rough area of Canada. And I believe, <laughs> wow. I believe it's Vancouver. I will correct myself somewhere in the notes or something if I've gotten that wrong. And I was like, man, this is a this is a major problem then, huh? It's actually taken off a little bit. <laughs> now people in Seattle are using the app to track their crow attacks. Oh, my gosh. So I was like, man, this is a thing? I mean, so, of course, crows are really, really smart. Mm-hmm. They are. A, they can be very territorial, especially when you're talking about their kids. And I wouldn't mess with anything that roams around in a group that they call a murder. I'm just That's saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? Agreed. <laughs> so, I mean, I was like, hey, they made an app for that. They should make an app for, like, you know, every time you've uh, drank some cockroach milk, you mm-hmm. know, like mark it on a map, <laughs> like a Yelp thing or something, just warm. Um, but I was like, 
crow attacks. And they made an app for that. So We had a crow that would circle our playground at the school I used to work at. Uh-huh. And we would get a little nervous because you had little kids out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. We called it the greasy crow and we'd all kind of, you know, wait for <laughs> it. it. The, you were close enough to the crow to see that it, it was greasy. It, it to, was a greasy it crow. It needed to wipe his forehead. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> It was not yeah. fun. So, so this sounds like the beginning of a disaster movie to waiting to happen. Some yes. ecologist, ecologist or somebody like in biology is going to see this trend for starting mm-hmm. from Vancouver, going to Seattle, yep. and then it's going to work its way down the West Coast, and then eventually the crows are going to start to invade the, the East Coast. And You are right on it, dude. I not... see the name when crows attack. Yes. That's right. And then Will Smith has to step in and save the day. Uh, he will. Yes, he yes. Will. He always that does, he doesn't will. he? <laughs> It's yeah. the, the only thing saving us from the zombie plague would be Will Smith. Exactly. <laughs> but like killer, blee, uh, killer bees, those killer crows are coming, I guess. But he is the fresh prince. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh prince of crow killing eventually. <laughs> yeah, so take note. This is going to be – This is we're, we're prophesizing this. All of us oh, in Bitwise land. Yep. We, we know it's what's happening. In 2028, there's going to be like some old man who's going to be like, you know what? Those guys on the Bitwise, they, they called knew. this <laughs> – Eerie. They called the cockroach milk. They called the ice cream man, and they called that crow killing that was going to happen. The crow massacre. <laughs> the crow massacre. That's a thing now. That I'm going to have a night. Trademark tonight. that. Thank y'all very much. You're very welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I get to yeah. sleep in tomorrow for the first time, and God knows when I'm going to have a nightmare about greasy crows to, attacking me. To, ah, crow, 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 crow killing. Oh no. <laughs> So that was what your what that that is your what it happened was for this week. All right, for our next segment. We do a game, and actually, is do you uh, do you even geek? All right, uh, we do this segment every every week, and I was gonna pull out the trivia game, but I forgot. I actually made one. Uh oh. Oh no. I made uh, one. Yes. Here we go, Steven. Is... Are you ready? <laughs> as ready as I can. Be. As as ready as you can be, huh? All right. Well, hopefully, it's not too too bad for this one. I don't know, man. I feel like you guys are going to do better this one than than what you think you're going to do. I'm going to put my geek cap on right now. But no, this is on technology. We had to do technology. True. It's either technologies, cockroaches, or crows. So this one is all acronyms. Oh, gosh. All acronyms. So I feel like this is a good way for us to talk about acronyms just briefly and kind of give like a little background on some acronyms really, really quick. I'm going to tell you guys an acronym. I want you to tell me what it means. And if you can, briefly, just tell me what it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Chances are you guys are going to fly through this. This is pretty mm. basic stuff. So he says. Hey, hey I'm just saying, this is probably not going to be the worst of what I could come up this with. This is the real nerd test. <laughs> There's a couple in here that are nerdy. I will admit that. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to fail. No, you will not. Because you guys can work together. And of course, you know, you can phone a friend. Just like you did really? that one time. Phone yes, a friend. You can phone yes. a friend. Phone a friend. You can phone a friend. Let me get my phone right now. I know. She's going to call me directly on this thing. It's going to stop the broadcast. It's gonna be like, <laughs> All right. So the first acronym, USB. What does USB Universal... stand for? Uh, oh my yeah, I should goodness. know this too. Universal 
Serial bus. There you go. And what is USB in general? Very broad terms. In broad terms, it's, I guess, like if you plug in a specific, say, a flash drive into your computer. Mm-hmm. It goes and through you can a, like, charge using it. USB That's right. port. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and just for the general audience, the advantage of USB was before that, everything had its own specific type of plug-in. Mm-hmm. Like a printer had to have this type of port and mouse used this type of port. Yep. And everything was different. Then it came with USB, and everything was USB, mm-hmm. so you didn't have to have, like, 17 different ports on the back of your back computer. Back in the good old days. Back in the good old days. Back before the crows murdered people. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, CPU. What does that stand for? Uh, I know C is not computer, but it's central processing unit. Very good. Right. Yes. And what does a, what is a CPU? That is... Where it processes centrally. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I guess it's, I, I guess in layman's terms, would that be considered the brain of your computer? That is exactly yes. right. It's right. the brain of the all computer. Right. It does all the thinkings. It's the executive thinkings. function of your computer. There you I go. like that. That, yeah. that sounds really fancy. That should, the CEO of your They computer. should go into yeah. the OED and change it to Jen's definition because that was pretty good. That was good. Sorry, yeah. OED is Oxford. English, English dictionary. dictionary. My bad. I'm so used to <laughs> saying that. All right. The next one, RAM. What does that stand for? Jen? Do you even geek? No, I don't. <laughs> we all know this. That's why. This RAM. is so well, well, before before he's, before I'm sure even This is your memory. Knows what it is. The yeah. memory. Yes. I know that. See, she knows mm-hmm. that. See? So, so we'll, actually, I like this breakdown. So if you, even if you can come up with what it actually actual, the actual acronym means... I'm I sorry, can give the is, definition. And she can give the definition. Yep. I like this breakdown. So she says it's memory. Yeah, it's and you random say, access memory. Very, very okay. good. Uh-huh. And it is volatile memory. So if you turn your computer off, random access memory disappears. Goes away. But basically, I think of uh, random access memory. If you're sitting at a desk, mm-hmm. it's the desktop that you're working on. Mm-hmm. It's like all the stuff you can work on at one time, right? Yep. But then like at the end of the day, you clear your desk off. That's the way that's random the way access memory works. Oh, that's a good, good way to compare yep. it. Yep. That's my analogy for that. All right, what is ROM, R-O-M? And it's random something memory, optimized memory. You have a guess, Jen? No? You sure? I'm positive. (laughs) Okay. It's read-only memory. Oh, okay. And so that's memory that cannot be changed. Usually it's hard-coded when it comes from the manufacturer. So a good example Mm -hmm. of that is um, the... Uh, the instructions that are in your car. You know, you turn your car on, you can't reprogram your car, right? right? It's just, mm-hmm. it's it's written in there, and it's like, I will ignite the engine. I will display a screen that shows how fast you're going or something like that, but you can't change it. So it's like coding that you don't change. Right, it's coding yeah. you cannot change. Okay. And usually it's really base-level stuff. Like, it helps to tell the computer how to be a computer. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, the next one. This one's kind of obscure. You probably, maybe you haven't used this one too much, but I'm going to go ahead and put it in there anyway. A PSU. And it is related to computers. If you build computers, you're probably more likely to know what this is. That's something I've never done. Okay. Mm. Are you surprised? (laughs) U is unit. U is actually unit, yes. 
Uh, Programming systems unit. That's actually not a bad guess. But it's the power supply unit. And so that's just basically the actual device that you put into a computer that provides energy to the motherboard and all the components. Okay. So basically the plug-in. Yes, let's go. Plug it in. Let's make it simple for those of us like me. You do plug it in. Jane, I will give you half points. (laughs) (laughs) Because we are keeping score. The plug. (laughs) All right. Uh, Now, this one, and the reason why I included this, and I was half thinking about not including it, but it's going to come up in a later episode. GPU. Yeah. Graphics processing unit. Very good. Graphics processing so unit. So unfair. Dun, dun, dun. You're a graphics guy. I, I so, and Jen, that. what do you yeah. think that means? Graphics processing unit. That would be, I guess, the pixels. You're, you're, you're nailing it. Because your graphics need your pixels. It is and... actually how you render the images that you see on your, computer, on your monitor. That's if exactly If the audience right. could just see the look of shock. That no. went across their no, faces at the like, exact same time. No, but I loved it. I like awesome. that you were like you were like Jeez. intuitive about it. You were like, I'm not even gonna guess. You're like, no, I think I could figure this out. Yeah, and sure enough, you did. You found your inner geek. Jenny. That's right. I found <laughs> She's it. Well it's done. Deep down there, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you use, a, anytime you play a game, the graphics processing unit is really, really important. But now they're using it a lot for cryptocurrency, and that's gonna be in a later episode. Mm. We're gonna talk about money. Mm-hmm. And how all these cryptocurrencies work. Um, so I want to make sure I talked about GPUs here. At least get you an introduction to it. Very brief introduction to it. Right. All right. I'm going to skip a couple of these because I just kind of don't want to get too geeky. Because one is I had here is BIOS, which is the basic input-output system. But I actually talk about that on our website. So I'm going to skip that because I already talked about that. <laughs> um, I'm sure you guys all know this term. I want to know which of you guys know what it stands for. CD-ROM. CD-ROM. I CD-ROM. honestly always thought it was for? computer disk or compact disk, yeah. centralized disk or something. Okay, so you got the compact. The compact disk. And you got disk. And, it's mm-hmm. and you guys memory. know what ROM yeah. is? Read-only uh-huh. memory. Right. Yeah, so think memory. about it. C- a CD-ROM. It reads your you can, disk. You can, only you can only read it. You can't it. write to it. Yes. Right. right. It so only plays what's it on only the CD. Plays what's plays, on the CD. Yeah. That's it. You guys yeah. nailed that. Yes. All right. So kind of moving on beyond that, what is DVD? stand for oh my gosh digital video disc disc you guys are saying the same thing that most everybody thinks it is but it's actually digital versatile disc that's so unfair i know who said that why what that's just what it was that's what it was who said that that's what it was um the Whoever the, invented the, the DVD. The elders, the elders of the DVD well, council. Oh my goodness. It's video. So, but it, but it, is, but it is versatile. I mean, DVDs yeah. can be used for other things than right. just video. So, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. What about an HDD? High definition. High definition disc. disc yeah. No, not quite. Ah. HDD. Yeah. Hard disk drive. There you go. Hard oh. disk drive. Jen, you know what that hard disk We're drive back. is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> when that crashes, you're in big trouble. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's where you store all your files. <laughs> exactly. All the stuff on your computer. So it's hard your disk file drive. cabinet. Mm-hmm. What about a LAN? L-A-N. And we all use one of these. Yes. It's ah. not in a computer, but it's related to computers. Something area network, I think it is. Live? Close. No. So close. 
You got area network correct. Latent? No. Local uh, area network. Yep. Okay. And Jen, what is okay. it? Okay. What is it? Local area <laughs> network. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how you connect computers together. Okay. So that yep. way they can speak to each other. If you if say so. Yeah. If you're a true geek, they usually have LAN parties. That's true. Really? And actually, because mm-hmm. te- never heard of it. Technically, anytime you get on a Wi Fi network, you're on a LAN. Oh. I mean, if you think about it, it's a local area network. Huh. You're mm-hmm. accessing it wirelessly, which is why some people call it a WLAN or a wireless mm-hmm. local area network. But still, it's a local area network, right? So when you guys come here and you're like using my internet, you're on my LAN. Wow. So we're having a LAN party. You're having a LAN party. Oh, yeah. We didn't That's even right. know. We weren't <laughs> even invited. <laughs> they were totally invited. <laughs> they were invited. All right. <laughs> LCD. LCD. Oh. Is it something compact disc? No. No, it deals with no. monitors. Ah, right? Oh, yeah. LCD monitor. Mm-hmm. Ah, crap. I've seen that a million times. I know. I just take it for granted. Most people I'm do. I'm like, if you is say it... that's what it is, that's what it is. LCD I'm going to use it the way you designed it to be used. Right, right. Light. Ah, uh, di- I'm not. I don't know. Color. Light, light was a good guess because um, I would think light would have something to do with it something as well. Something digital. It actually, and it's a really old technology. It's liquid crystal display. Crystal, yes. But you're oh. right. LCD monitors is yeah. exactly that's mm-hmm. that's the technology, and so I'm not going to get into all the how it works and stuff but just know that it does have to do with crystals inside of a monitor and all that Mm -hmm. um so that's how that that's how that works and those monitors like weighed a ton when you tried to lift them right uh no 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 confusing that with something else crt monitors are the ones that weighed a ton that's not one of the questions and that stands for cathode ray tube and that's the one that has it's really deep Mm -hmm. and it's wide yep like the wider it was the deeper it was and those things like Yes. 80 pounds plus. So yeah, mm-hmm. terrible. I am mind blown right now. <laughs> I don't know these. You've, and the thing is that you probably had the technology. You just never thought about what it actually is. Exactly. Meant, I just right. plugged it in. Is you, it working? Yeah, you just hear the, the term and you're just like, yeah, that thing. That thing over there. <laughs> because I think we all do that. Mm-hmm. Which is the reason why I figured I would go ahead and make a quiz about it. So I you think know what that's it stood good because yeah. now I feel a little bit smarter. There you go. What is LED? And of course, if you guys get like the newer lights and stuff, they're all LED lights, right? Low emission device, low emission something. Display. That's not low a bad guess. Display. I can see why you might think low emission. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think about that. It's a light emitting diode. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what that means. But I don't have to go into explanation of what that is. But just mm-hmm. you guys know, it's really really low emitting, uh, low energy consumption, mm-hmm. right. extremely low energy consumption. All right, the next one. These are really popular back when I was um, first getting into IT. UPS, and I'm not talking about the delivery service. I'm not talking about universal what... uh, power uh, supply. Yeah. Wow, you guys got really close on that one. So it's not universal. It's uninterruptible oh, power okay. supply. Power supply. And yeah. so if you want to make sure that your information doesn't get lost when you're like working on a Word document or something. You would plug one of these, your computer, uh, sorry, plug your computer into one of these. Mm-hmm. When the power would go down, this thing would kick on and it would give you about another 15 or 20 minutes worth of usage of your computer before it ran out of power and your computer would go down. But it would help you at least save your documents save least, before, right. um, you know, you lost everything. Mm-hmm. 
Because remember, if you were working on a document that's in RAM, random access memory, right. and when the computer goes off, that memory gets wiped. Mm-hmm. So if you have like an uninterruptible power supply hooked up, then you can continue working for a little bit longer. Yep. All right. What is VGA? You guys ever heard that term, that uh, acronym before? Video graphics. Uh, I don't know what the A is. You're close, man. You were one letter away, man. Any ideas, Jen? No. No? Array. Uh, Video graphics array. Yep. And that's the technology that uh, is used to actually put your information on the screen the from screen. your computer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the next one is uh, DVI. Nope. That one's something I do not know. Okay. That one's digital video interface. Okay. And so, if guys ever... I've heard that somewhere. Probably, you probably a commercial have. Or Well, DVI is used for everything. Advertisement. It's used for everything nowadays. Okay. Um, before, HDMI, HDMI is really popular now. Mm-hmm. So, before that, the best way to get uh, upgraded graphics was to use DVI. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever plugged in, you know, notice the colors of the uh, cables you plug into the back of your monitor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's blue, right? Yeah. That's Red. VGA. And then there's white. Mm-hmm. White is DVI. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. it provides oh. like HD quality or higher quality gotcha. graphics typically. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to it than that, but that's the, the quick and dirty way to explain that. <laughs> now, I just said HDMI. Do you guys know what HDMI stands for? High definition. Something interface. Wow, you guys Multimedia. Are... Jeez, you guys oh. are so close! You're so close. High definition media input. Media interface. Multimedia interface. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys were like right there. Well done. Nice. Um, and now real quick, I'm going to get into like, so the technology to actually connect to your computer. You guys remember we were talking about the World Wide Web and I mentioned ISPs. Mm-hmm. What is an ISP? Internet service provider. There you go. Right. And if you get on the internet, you got to have one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I might have mentioned uh, DSL. Do you guys know what DSL stands for? Uh, Digital sh- Satellite Link? I should know That's that. That's a really good guess. I mean, you guys get really close with these guesses. Um, so I will tell we you just that digital is right. Them. That's right. That's right. We need to have a right. bitwise renaming party. Right. And we're going to go out on Wikipedia, change everything. All the acronyms. <laughs> That's right. And we'll <laughs> prove the we fact that you so. don't trust Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so DSL, so you got, uh, you said. Digital. Digital. That's right. It's not link. It's line. And the S oh. is probably pretty tough for you to get. It's subscriber. Oh, yeah. Digital subscriber line. So that's like a modem speed, right? Uh, yeah. So essentially there was a, a modems back in the day did like 28 or 56K. Mm. And then they wanted to get faster. <laughs> Sorry. had to do it. I remember that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> then they had to get a little faster. And the DSL was the way to, to do that. Mm-hmm. To get faster speeds. And that was how you were able to get your um, your stuff much, much quicker. Oh, yeah. Um, versus, you know, having to do the AOL thing. Put your phone down and... Yes. It's sad that we You kids so nowadays have it so easy. Oh, you kids. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, that was the most annoying thing about getting on and the And you had to wait uh-huh. for What was worse, though, is if so it didn't actually loud. connect. No, no, no. What was worse was not connecting, but 
when you're online and somebody picks up that phone oh, and yeah. you're trying to download something, you're I just... I forgot about that. And it would come up with a message it. that yep. would say, it would say signal interrupted or something like yes. that. And I was like, no. Exactly. No, we came so far. Mom, what are you doing? She's like, I need to take your dad to the hospital. I was like, okay, fine. I was just going to Fine. I guess this chat session isn't that important. All right. <laughs> Now, is guys... he going by Ice Cream Man? Hey, oh. I'm just saying. Hey. Luckily, they bring the ice cream to you. <laughs> <laughs> by Crow. <laughs> so uh, the, we just mentioned modem. Now, that's not actually an acronym. Where, like every letter, letter stands for something. But do you guys know what modem short might for? be a short uh, I used for? to know this. Now I don't. Okay. Um, nope. Memory. It's not a by letter. It's thing. not by letter, but it's oh. like short, kind of like radar. Two words, yeah. yeah it's two words in order joined to slam together. together. Modal is one modal. M O. No, no. Motor. I'm going to give it to you guys. It's modulation and demodulation. No. Come on, that's baby. it. You didn't oh know my goodness that? gracious! No, modulation and Jeez. demodulation. Goodness. I mean, every day you wake up and say that's that. So to yourself. easy. You're like, I wonder what I'm going to demodulate today. When I wake up from the crow nightmare, <laughs> modulation. I know. Exactly. Demodulation. Demodulation. That's my it. whole house is going to be like, who are you? <laughs> What happened to our mother? Uh huh. They're gonna walk in, just point at you, like you know, like that monkey that comes out of the closet, oh, they, Family Guy. Go, like, Nerd! <laughs> that's right. Quick, give her some cockroach milk. That's right. Calm her down. That's right. That's oh, right. Oh my god. All right. Well, that is our uh, our segment for this week. You guys did well on the quiz. Thank you oh, for it. Thanks. Know, yeah. Thank uh, you for for doing my. We did my... so well. High five in the air. Yeah, you guys five. did. You guys did amazing. And Man. even the ones you guys didn't quite know, you guys really got close on them. So I was really really impressed. So. Way to brainstorm there. Yeah, we sounded halfway intelligent, yeah, right? Exactly. You guys did. I am a fan of team team effort. JB. I'm just <laughs> glad you had the answers. If you know why I went that route. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's our segment this week for that. All right, y'all. Time for us to get into the main topic of this week's episode in our segment called Say What? Say What? Say, Say What? what? That's right. This week's topic is there's got to be a better way. Now, some of that's based on my idea was about um, those old like infomercials and stuff. But I figure we kind of branch beyond that and just talk about all kinds of ways that you can do things in a better fashion. So that's this week's topic. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. And I intend to find me the way. So let's dive in first to like some of the latest technologies. Yeah. And, uh, all right. So let's talk about the different kind of home assistant software or hardware that we have available nowadays. Right. Right. You have Google Home, you have Amazon Echo, and now you have the Apple version, which is called the HomePod. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the latest, the greatest one. I only saw one commercial for that during Christmas season. That was it. I haven't seen any other commercials for it since then. Is that the one that looks like a speaker? Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting enough, you know, I, I myself have a first-generation Amazon Echo. Oh, cool. All and, right. Which is great. So yeah. when I was a subscriber to Amazon Prime, I was able to get in there from the forefront and have this new technology. No, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I've had that for the past, I want to say, maybe four or five years now. And 
since I've had that, technology has, with these devices, has kind of skyrocketed and went past what my, has, my dinky little device now has capabilities of. Right. So that got me thinking about comparing these different devices with one another. And, hey, what's the best one if I want to upgrade this little ancient device of mine? What should I stick with? Should I go with still another Amazon Echo? Should I go with a Google Home? Or should I try to, you know, a lot of us in the room are Apple fans, go with the Apple HomePod. And now, well, quick question. So you say that you have that one from five years ago. You can't, so you're not able to upgrade it in any way, shape, or form? No. Oh. Fortunately not. I mean, you can update the software inside of it, and yeah. you can update it with certain skills. Yeah. But there's other aspects of newer models that you really can't do. Oh, no kidding. What does it do that you enjoy? The main thing that it, uh, it works for me with is weather. So I'm sitting on the couch, and I want to know what the weather is tomorrow before I go into work. It'll tell me, oh, it's going to be 79 degrees in Norfolk or 79 degrees in Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah. Um, that definitely comes in handy. Or is it going to rain tomorrow morning when I get, get up to go bike ride or something? Exactly. Yeah. And then also, it's tied into my Amazon Music Library. So anything that I've ordered through Amazon Music, CD-wise or digital-wise, will automatically play for me. Okay. Which is fantastic. You know, I'm in the kitchen doing stuff. I can work and listen to music while I'm doing all that thing but some of the minuter models now have kind of there's video screens oh that'd be cool uh that you can watch videos on you can uh -huh. tell it to play certain things on amazon but other things as well you can order pizza from what i've read you can actually it's tied into your amazon account so if you have a prime account you can say amazon orders flour for the kitchen because i've seen those commercials before too but you can't do that on your version i haven't necessarily tried it but oh okay. and i know it's kind of, for me, creepy to, to utilize some of those things, too, because mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, is Amazon listening to what I'm saying about, hey, I want to order, like, 10 pounds of cheese. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to go in some kind of database, and Amazon may track that, and maybe the U.S. government will say, why is this dude ordering 10 pounds of cheese? Why is he ordering all of our government cheese? <laughs> <laughs> He's a cheese head. He That's has right. to live in Wisconsin. He's a Wisconsin guy. <laughs> Give that boy a Green Bay Packer yeah. jersey. <laughs> So mm -hmm. with me looking at Amazon Echoes nowadays, mm -hmm. there's so many varieties out there. There's the Amazon regular one that I have. There's mm -hmm. Amazon uh, Dot that is a smaller version of that. It's oh, like okay. half its size and half the price. Right. And then there's that mega model that has the video capabilities on it. And you mm -hmm. can actually call people on these lines, video stream, so you can see them face-to-face, -face, almost like FaceTime with the iPhone. Oh, nice. It's like a speakerphone. Uh, sorry, video phone. Yep. Nice. Exactly. Didn't know that. So similarly, Google has another device like that called Google Home. The great thing about Google is it's tied to the Google database. So if you're on Astro, ask any questions to it, you got Google's right at your fingertips. So you have specific answers to some of your questions. Mm -hmm. And that's what annoyed me about Amazon Echo. Whenever I asked it specific questions, sometimes it'll come back to me and say, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that. Like my phone, Siri. Very yes. similar to that. Oh, man. It was Don't maddening. get started on Siri. <laughs> she said, I don't know who you are or your mother. And I said, call mom. I don't know who you are or your so mother. I was so mad. That sounds like an insult. Siri's Word to like, your mother. <laughs> Siri's like, you and your mother ain't nothing to me. I mean, come on, Siri. <laughs> Help a sister and out. And she said you? it with an attitude. Did she? <laughs> Where's the British accent? It would have made it so oh, much Oh, man. I, really, I would like to see just some audio <laughs> video of that. All right. Oh, Sorry, even. <laughs> no, no worries. So, yeah, I mean, with, with Google Home versus Amazon Echo, uh, with Amazon Echo, uh, one of the things that I mentioned before was you can actually modify it with certain skill sets. 
Okay. So that you can plug in a specific skill set where, hey, on this specific date every week, notify me to remind me to get some cheese or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a pretty cool capability of the Amazon Echo. Mm-hmm. With uh, The only issue with that is sometimes you're just sitting around, and this is a, it has been on the news recently too. You're sitting around, and all of a sudden Amazon will just pop up and say, I'm sorry, I don't understand you. And you're not saying a word, and you're just like, what? the heck just happened i'm just watching tv and this thing is starting to speak to me which kind of is a little bit eerie that this thing is constantly listening to you but i'm gonna actually talk about that in another segment as well but i have you got do you guys have any of those do you have an echo or google home so i bought one for my sister okay for christmas um and uh they love it it's nice that you know you can tell it to do things like because i bought them a um a fire stick Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, a couple years ago and it's nice that you can go on that and say hey alexa play whatever movie mm-hmm. right. and it would just like knows that the fire stick is attached to that tv and just starts playing that movie yes. right on that tv yeah. so that was pretty cool and then it's like i showed them some of the games they could play like jeopardy and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's the most exposure i've had to it I've, i was able to do that program my first generation too to do that as well and it's okay. pretty cool yeah 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 but what about you, Jen? You got one? No, but I I know a friend of mine does. And one thing I thought was interesting was we do have the Amazon Fire Stick. We do have okay. that. Mm-hmm. But I liked how you could pre-program it to order your coffee pods for you. So mm-hmm. you know how many you drink every day. Right. And by this day, order the next box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it will come in the mail Probably by drone. Just kidding. <laughs> but then you, you come home. Yeah. So you come home from work. Oh, okay. Or there's my coffee. Crow. Yeah. A crow will drop it, and then you have really black coffee. <laughs> A little <That's> green. Right. <laughs> there's beak in this one. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that. I liked that idea. Okay. To streamline a little bit. Yeah, and that's that's what one of the great things of having the Echo was. It streamlines mm-hmm. it, and since I'm an Amazon user, which a lot of us are, mm-hmm. it's, it makes it a lot more convenient for a lot of us. And right. it gives Jeff Bezos, you know, ex, extra billions of dollars for his bank account. Too. There you go. Yeah. But Google Home is also um, fairly new to the program, and they only have a limited amount. I think Amazon has maybe four or five different kind of devices that they sell. Mm-hmm. Google has one or two. Oh, okay. There's one standard home, which is fifty bucks, and then there's a high quality one that plays better sound quality for I think three ninety nine. Oh wow, they're a lot more expensive. The than I thought. max speaker, yeah, that's what it's called. Whoa, yeah, that's a lot. It blows you out of the room. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> which do you want to buy for yeah. your second round? I'm yeah. still leaning towards because I'm also trying to research the Apple HomePod, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. which I said was kind of relatively new. Mm-hmm. That one I found has been the best quality for that. What are you laughing? I'm thinking about what you said about the coffee with beak food. <laughs> I can't get Sorry. I'm going to nightmares. Thanks, Alondo. You're welcome. Sorry, well, I you're can't. welcome. I can't. You know what you got to have. I'm going to call you in the middle of the night and just go, God, <laughs> hang up. You definitely have to have some ravens like cawing in the background. I do. Like, I, I know, I know. I'm, I will definitely research those sound bites right now. <laughs> sorry, but. So back to that, I'm yes. Sorry. I mean, I'm still looking at. <laughs> Go ahead, Beaven. Sorry. Go ahead. 
the HomePod itself, the the thing about it that I've researched is, it's only it's a pretty much a glorified speaker. Doesn't have really yes. the capabilities of mm. Google or Amazon just as yet because it's still new into the game. But Siri's still in it though, right? Uh huh. Okay, yeah. so you can do the whole "Hey Siri," blah blah blah. Right. But right. it's just not as built it's, out. It's not as vast as Google Chrome or. I'm setting Google. off like everybody's phones right now. <laughs> I keep saying "Here's <laughs> Hey Siri," and my phone's like, "Hey, Londa, yes. what do you need? <laughs> what do you want?" I'm here, but I don't know your mother. <laughs> <laughs> But one of the cool features I found with Google's devices is it recognizes multiple voices. Uh-huh. Whereas with Amazon Echo, it's it only cues if you call it from its name, Alexa, or, hey, Alexa. Mm-hmm. It'll spin up and hear you. The problem with that, and, and leaning, looking at all the different devices, I think I'm leaning more towards getting a new Echo because that's what I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they've said, if you're comfortable with an Android, go with the Google Home. Mm-hmm. Because it has the same similar interface as your Android would, okay. and you could—it's a little more intuitive if you have a kind of an Android system. Mm-hmm. Whereas Amazon Echo, it's you know, it is what it is. Right. Got I'm it. not too familiar with what the HomePod is, so I'm like, I kind of reserve judgment. But anybody out there, if you have any other opinions about, let me know. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll definitely like to hear anybody's feedback on this. So reach out to us on Twitter, be bitwise, and uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts on that. So, looking at this, Google and Echo are pretty even about, you know, their, their, their skill sets. But for me, it would be the Echo. Mm-hmm. So, another issue with some of these devices that are in our houses, and it was something that we're going to be covering pretty soon, is the dangers of being spied upon. Yeah. Because these devices are constantly on, constantly listening for that cue to have them activated, mm-hmm. that... You know, it's actually being used in a current court case where yeah. um, there's this guy that was murdered in Arkansas uh, just last year. And this court case is ongoing where the lawyers are trying to get Amazon's information database because there was an Amazon Echo in the room when this uh, supposed murder occurred. And they're trying to find out, hey, can we glean any information from this Amazon Echo mm-hmm. that could be used to help solve this crime? Right. So that's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. So you say you're definitely gonna you're gonna stick with the Echo for now. Yes, yeah. I think my yeah. Okay. As, as much as I've been with Amazon and yeah. as much as I've been comfortable using the Echo, I will stick with it unless somebody out there can convince me otherwise. Otherwise, gotcha. are you going to pre-order coffee <laughs> delivered by crows? Delivered by crows. <laughs> delivered by crows <laughs> with a side be... of beak. <laughs> <laughs> now with feathers. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> You have some options, That's like right. hazelnut. <laughs> hazelnut beak, yes. Hazelnut. <laughs> yeah. So there's another, actually, topic, too, in regards to you know technology and being spied upon. And I, one of the articles I came up with recently was there's actually a country out there that uses this system to reward or punish its citizens. And that's something I will talk about in a later episode. So gotcha. I'll keep you hanging. For yeah, it yeah. Oh man, cliffhanger. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> that's pretty intense. It is. I want to hear more about that. And I'm looking forward to that episode because again, we want to make sure we we want to temper. You know, it's great having all this technology, but we want to make sure everybody's aware. You know, of the 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 drawbacks of having this technology is that you might be opening yourselves up to just you know all your information being mm-hmm. out there. And, you know, what you don't want is to be easily compromised, especially if 
you're new to technology, you may not realize there's all these like gaping holes yeah. um, in the technology, and or there might be privacy or data usage policies that you've accepted that says that the company can use your information for anything and everything. Yeah. Which means they you know got their meat hooks into all your data. So mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that though when we get to a later episode. So thank you, Beaven. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, team. Do you guys remember the clapper? Yes, oh, yeah. I do. You remember those those commercials? Uh-huh. Clap on clap, clap on, off. Clap on clap, clap off. off. That the clapper. clapper. There you go. All right. So this thing was originally invented in 1985 by Peter Lukovist. And I know I'm like probably not saying that right. And uh, he was from Canada. So I assume that's French. And I'm probably sure I butchered that. So all my French people, I apologize profusely. And, and to and- Peter. Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> or did crows take him I, away? Who knows? Is he in the crow zone? Who knows? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this guy is, might have been the guy that invented the, 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 the crow watch app. There. Oh, wait, wait. What is it called? Crow. He's like crow, crow, crow on. Crow track. Thank you. Crow off. Cock off. <laughs> That's right. He's got a crow in between. Uh, and his co-inventor was Cao Chen of Taiwan. And it came with a device. It was the precursor to the clapper, and it did not work. It was a failure. All right. And this guy, Carlisle Stevens, he was a serial inventor. I mean, he used to go out and just invent all kinds of interesting stuff. And a lot of it was successful. Um, and he decided to improve on the design. And he did that because he saw the original device that these guys had come up with. And he was like, that does not work. In fact, he used to always call it the crapper mm-hmm. because it was so terrible. He was like, this is not good. So he comes up with this uh, this re- re- redesign of the, uh, the you know this device, the clapper. And he met up with this guy from uh, Joseph Enterprises. Um, and Joseph Enterprises is the same people that developed the infamous Chia Pet. Oh, yeah. We had that in my science lab. The marketer for that was this guy named uh, Joseph, Joseph Pettit. All right. And this guy was extremely effective at what he did. And I have a note here about the fact that he, his notes, papers, etc., are stored at the National Museum of American History. That's how... In, uh, incredibly well thought out his his strategies were for selling things so again he was just brilliant he, he's like i could sell anything if you just give me the right angle and you give me the right product he's like i can make something you know successful when this idea of the clapper came out he was like how can we make this um device ubiquitous make it you know show up everywhere and his idea was to try to cut costs, keep the costs low, but then he wanted to reach out to middle America and not have it be where he had to go through certain distributors. So his idea was, I'm going to cut out the middleman, and I'm going to put it on TV. Mm. You know, And this is the reason why it ties in with our topic today. Gotcha. About There's got to be a better way, because you've seen all those commercials where it's like somebody that all of a sudden doesn't know how to crack an egg, and they're like, oh, butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to crack an egg. There's got to be a better way. Yeah, so he, so he came out with the idea of directly marketing to the people and getting them this this device. Um, and he said, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put this ad on late at night 
uh, when you're like watching whatever, some corny movie or something at night, or you're watching like a rerun of like, you know, All in the Family or something. Like the birds. <laughs> <laughs> when the birds comes on and Tippy Hedgen screaming her head off. Then it's like, you know, the clap on, clap off commercial comes on. And like, and like, like, uh, 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 like, uh, 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 Pettit said, if you do something repetitive, you're doing a little brainwashing. Mm-hmm. And he was right. If mm. you do that enough and you're like, uh, you know, maybe I'll go ahead and give this thing a thought. After the 80th time you've heard it yeah. and it heard this little jingle. Because just like we just did sitting here at this table, we remember it. Whether you owned a clapper or not, or not. everyone knew what it was. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so it was extremely exp- uh, uh you know, successful. Um, and they sold, I mean, very, very well for years and years and years. Now, clappers have a microphone that is always on. Doesn't that sound familiar, Beaver? Uh-huh. Yes, it does. Yes, so, it does. And what it does is it just listens for these two successive claps where it's like clap, clap. Now, it doesn't have to actually be a clap. You could actually trigger it by yelling the right way and saying like yell yell or whatever and it would actually trigger the same thing hmm. um so you could activate it by voice sounds like something else that we were just talking about isn't that all technology comes full circle <laughs> it does. right um and so and it was also helpful for people because uh there was uh some injuries i'm gonna get to that a little bit later though oh, um and then they started making these things trainable like if you want to do five claps and it would do something else. It was or, like Pavlov. It was, yeah. Theory. <laughs> Essentially, that's right. Just with a bell and no dog food, right? Just like you could just sit there and tell it, hey, now after five claps, this one turned on. But after two claps, the one in the living room turned on. So that way you wouldn't have to do two claps and everything your house turns off at the same time. You could be like, hey, bathroom light turn on. Right. Clap, clap. Hey. hey, living room light turn on. Clap, clap, clap. Hey, bedroom lights turn off. Clap, 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 clap. You know, whatever. Wasn't there one for your car keys, too? Uh, oh. That is a different device. But um, it was similar. I remember it came out it and it was similar. kind of... I don't... Mm. And I don't know if it was the same company or technology, but if if it even if it wasn't, it had to get its roots from right. what they did he with the clapper. He was their mentor right. for that. Yeah. Right. Not to say that the clapper's technology was the only thing that could do this, there was a competing home automation technology. I think it was called X10. Um, and that was the precursor to all of this. But it was hard to program. The people who were trying to program the devices. They were like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't know how this works. This takes too long. Forget this. I got a Bible circuit boards and stuff. The clapper was like really easy. And that's the reason why it became prevalent everywhere. And in fact, I saw a clapper commercial about a year ago i thought they were done i thought they were dead wait a minute i saw a clapper commercial a year ago and i was like wow still happening they still exist yep but the concepts of the clapper still are basically rooted in all the technology we use you're Mm -hmm. talking about you know the the echo you're talking about google home you're talking about all of that stuff really has a lot of its roots Hmm. you know in you know that came from the clapper yeah um there's some other technologies i was talking about like if this then that which is a service i highly recommend for you guys for automation um one of the things that i do for if this then that and this is just i've heard about that because i'm a contractor right and i like to always mark you know make sure i track my hours not that i'm required to submit like what time i got to work and whatever i have if this then that track and it says if i arrive at my building it goes in to a Google spreadsheet I have, 
and writes down the time I arrived at work no automatically. Wow. And then when I leave the building, it tracks my phone and it says, you just left the building. Elvis has left the building. And wow. it's like, and it writes a little thing. It says, you left the building. So that way, if for any reason someone was to come back and say, hey, um, it says here that you uh, were here today. I don't remember seeing you. I mean, I can sit there and say, it says right here that I arrived at blah, blah, blah time in right. the morning. And I left at such and such time in the evening and I didn't have to write it down. Right. So, so that would be good for forensic files. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In case you're accused of a crime. Because there's no way yep. I could go into that spreadsheet and adjust those numbers at all. <laughs> <laughs> no way at all. Nope. You couldn't no leave your at phone at work. No, You nope. couldn't do nope. anything Not like possible. That. Not possible. <laughs> So, but anyway, so that's one of the things that, you know, that, that also kind of got its ideas, um, the idea of this auto, oh, sorry, got its uh, uh, impetus from these ideas of automation. Mm-hmm. So as much as we might deride the clapper nowadays, it really gave rise to a whole bunch yeah. of technology that we use Every day. So I will give kudos to the inventors, the original inventors of the Clapper. So I have two things I was going to tell you, my little bonus uh, pieces of information. Um, uh, One year before the hot coffee uh, lawsuit, I don't know if you guys remember that with Mm -hmm. McDonald's. Yes. By the way. There's a lot more to that story than you probably heard in the media. I agree, yeah. She did deserve deserve that money. money. Um, Why? Yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, So... Not to get too sidetracked, um, but she did. <laughs> she did sue McDonald's, and everybody was like, "She sued McDonald's for spilling coffee on herself." Yeah. What's the big deal? Right. It was extremely high. Bingo. I'm talking about like scalding. Very close. Did the to... machine malfunction? No, 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 no. The the, the first of all, they, they they put the coffee in the cup. Yeah, I they remember. gave it to her in the drive-through. The lid was not uh, secure well, on it. Okay, yeah, and I believe when they went back and checked it that coffee was around and don't quote me on this like around 190 yes, degrees around. but was, i mean who, it was so close to boiling who needs boiling, boiling coffee. coffee that's what i mean uh-huh. did the machine malfunction oh no they said it that way they just, that's crazy yeah. at the time at the time the thinking was hey let's just make it extremely hot because you're going to drive to work and by the time you get there it'll cool down it'll cool but down but no still near boiling water takes a long time to cool yeah. down. It, this ain't like Duluth, you know, where it's like, it's like negative 30 You're like outside. not trying to lose your lips on the way over. Yeah, Right, right. <laughs> so, um, so when this coffee spilled in her lap because they didn't seat the lid on, yep. the, the scars and damage she got from that were really, really bad. Yeah. And mm. She tried her best just to basically say, hey, can you guys just help pay for medical costs because I'm having to get like skin grafts yeah. and things like that. They refused. And then she's like, her lawyer was like, you know, we tried everything we could. We're going to take you to court. Mm-hmm. She didn't ask for the amount of money that she got. The jury said, we're going to make an example of you. And they gave her like a ridiculous sum of money. money. And again, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to link to this in the show notes. So that yeah. way you guys have anybody who doesn't know the story can read it for themselves. Um, so, but what happened was the company said, well, we're going to flip this around, you know, cause of course they're got PR people and uh-huh. they got to kind of flip it around and they made it seem like, oh, this is the type of frivolous lawsuits that come up, right? which also gave rise to the idea of, you know, people saying, oh, there's too many lawsuits in the world. Really? It's not that bad. It's just that if you're a corporation, how can you get people to align with you, with you. Yep. when you've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a PR strategy. It's like, 
well, let's look at this frivolous stuff. The reason why your prices are going up on your Egg McMuffin is because blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so, <laughs> so a year before that, there was a woman named Edna Hubs. That sounds like it's like the lady who like, from The Incredibles like, made the costume. Edna, Edna Hubs. Edna Hubs. <laughs> no, but Edna Hubs. And she tried to sue Joseph Enterprises, the people who were in charge of marketing and putting together the clapper, because she injured her hands while clapping. God. Now she was like 80, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I think she was like 80. She clapped her hands to, you know, to actuate the clapper. And she, you know, frail wrists and what have you. Mm-hmm. She injured herself, but she's like, I'm suing you. And she lost. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the second thing I'm going to tell you guys what do I keep saying about Wikipedia? Don't trust it. Exactly. Right. Go there as a reference, but also verify everything you're reading. Mm-hmm. I went on Wikipedia doing my research on the clapper. And on Wikipedia, it lists the inventor as Robert E. Clapper. <laughs> that is absolutely not true. <laughs> no one named Robert E. Clapper was ever involved with creating the Clapper. That same information at this point in time is on Kmart's website. Oh, God. Says Who invented is Robert E. Clapper? Don't know. Random, random. E. Random guy. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Joe Smith. Anyway, but the fact that Kmart went out and verbatim picked up that same information from Wikipedia and put it on their website, I was like, oh, oh, Kmart. You've got to do your research, you got to do your research, guys. So anyway, so I'm going to make sure I put facts. that caveat out there before you go on Wikipedia and just grab information. Yep. Check, 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 verify, verify, verify. But that's all about the clapper. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the Magic Jack? I have. I have, What yes. do you know about it? So the most I know about it is a device you plug into your computer and yes. it lets you make phone calls over the internet without having to pay for long-distance service. Right. That was basically yeah, what I was going to say as well. Do you remember the old Vonage commercials? They annoyed me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. What did they say in the commercials? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember their jingle. Yeah. I just remember all of a sudden when you started to hear that phone service was going to take a turn towards more choice. Ah, You weren't locked in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. started hearing about all these others and Vonage stands out as the one that we would see. I do remember the commercials though. Yes. So do you know what VoIP stands for? Uh Uh-oh. She's, she's, she's testing now us we're now. Back to uh, the, she's quizzing us. So the acronym. It's a voice over IP. Voice over, yeah. Good try. That's such a good try. Oh, man. I'm not right. Okay. What was it? You're so close, though. It's okay. voice, voice over, over internet. Internet protocol. Protocol. Oh, oh I, there I, you go. Sorry. IP is that's what You're right. <laughs> you, you got me. You definitely got me on that one. I should have defined what IP was. <laughs> well, true. That's true. So yeah. if you actually think of it, it's a collection of hardware and software, and it enabled its customers to use the internet, like you said, as a medium to transfer their communication mm-hmm. versus using a phone. Okay. Um, so it was kind of to me as I started looking into it more the beginning to the end of a landline. Yeah, that was the beginning, and I remember that was a long time ago, probably twelve, fifteen years ago that Vonage came on the yeah. forefront. Yeah, right, yeah. right, sounds about right. So anyway, um, now they're actually referring to it as virtual phone systems, oh. and there are many companies that offer this for your businesses. Uh-huh. To save lots of money, you need a broadband. Uh-huh. 
you need to be able to have a lot of um, devices and phones running at one time. Mm -hmm. And it also talked about how it saved, back when it first started, about $20 to $40 a month. No, I'm sorry, a year. $40 to $20 a Mm -hmm. year. Okay. So it wasn't a, a big, huge saving, but... While it seemed to work pretty good for most people, what I read in the reviews on multiple sites was if it worked, it worked very well. They right. could call no matter where they were, mm-hmm. hotels, on the road, wherever, as long as they had an internet provider. Mm-hmm. But if it didn't, the technical support was horrible. Oh, really? So it was, sorry for you. We're either <laughs> not here, we're not going to help you, too bad, so sad. Wow. So it was very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, so that, people so kind of gave up on it. That's a big deal because, I mean, the idea is, oh, well, I'm going to go away from this phone service costs this much money. But then you use this other phone service, but then you're like, I can't talk to grandma. And they're like, right. your grandma don't love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know who your grandmother is. <laughs> so I don't know your grandma. So now we don't know your mama or your grandma. <laughs> If I don't know your mama, I don't know your I grandmama. I sure as heck don't know your grandma. <laughs> so they talk about it being part of um, like that whole cloud phone thought and, and everything right. just okay. in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did some research to see who the top VoIP providers were now. Okay. And Vonage is at the top. Still. Still. Nice. It's I so annoying. Shocked. I was like, I don't like you. Wow. Um, just kidding. I like you, Vonage. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, Vonage, Ring Central, Grasshopper. Have you guys heard of Grasshopper? That sounds vaguely, vaguely familiar. I think I've heard of Grasshopper. Is it? That might be also the same company that makes those phones for, like, Elderly people, the uh, cell phones, yeah, yeah. isn't that Grasshopper as I well? The ones so. that are linked into yes. the the safe, like the safety yeah, 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 yeah. that I will think, dial uh, out. Yeah, I think it's all part of the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Am I thinking of that right? Possibly, possibly. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Um, and so I looked at a, you know several different sites, but Vonage and Ring Central were up there as the two neck and neck as the best VoIP providers. Mm-hmm. So. Is Ring Central I, affiliated with the same people that make the little doorbell ring system that uh, has the camera attached to it? That I'm not sure. I, of. Okay, just curious. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're related. Um, just wondering. Yeah, they could be. Okay, they could be. Let's we'll look into that. See if we can find out. Find get to the bottom of that. So Magic Jack sounds like it's sort of the precursor to, or maybe the grandparent of Skype. Is that anything similar? I don't see why it couldn't be. I mean, the idea of delivering video, um, audio, right? You know, over the internet, over the internet, without there being, um, you know, delays or mm-hmm. you know, degradation of service. I mean, yeah, because I, I've I've never used Magic Jack. I've seen the commercials, right. looking at them before, but I just, yeah, wasn't was not very familiar with how it would function. Right. And the thing about, you know, delivering uh, audio over the internet, it's really critical that you don't like lose any of the data. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it sounds like you just it, like right. like that, right? Yeah. Like you're buffering constantly. Right. Yeah. Where it's a big de- it's no big deal on the internet. If it, you get like a little hiccup in getting data for a website, it's like, "Oh, well, guess what? My page didn't load as fast." But if it's audio, it can be really frustrating. So, I'm sure Vonage figuring out how to make, you know, clean up that audio was probably really critical and probably did help, mm-hmm. you know, the Skypes of the world and all these other, you know, companies who were doing, what, FaceTime and all that. They probably have, you know, some of that technology baked into That's what I was thinking, FaceTime, mm-hmm. Skyping, all of that sure. kind of took its role as it came along. Right. Um, I was also thinking, too, that with all the reviews, eventually they were able to fix their customer service right. issues. 
Well, they must have done something right if they're still number one. They're right? still number, number one. one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know that at the back in the day, if, you know, of course, before the internet and email and all that, how else could you talk to, like, you know, somebody that you knew out uh, internationally? It was yeah. ridiculously expensive. Ridiculous, to, yeah. To, even just a call to Mexico mm-hmm. was, like, you know, crazy expensive. And uh, if you knew somebody in Europe, forget about it, you know? Or that was, we were talking... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, no I, I, I was just talking about, yeah, my parents, who are from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. That, their phone calls back home back in the day, oh, my goodness, I can't imagine what their phone bill was like. Well, remember collect calling? Yes. Yeah. It would be like, do you accept this call? And you're like, oh, Lord, hurry up. Yeah, yep. no. I got you. You got okay. a minute. That's right. I know. It's kind of like Talk Venmo. emoji. <laughs> Talk emoji. That's right. Make I it just, quick. It's funny because millennials today don't really understand collect call. They don't nope. get that. They Venmo their money around all yep, over the place. Yep, right. And, you know, it's just, it's funny to talk about things like you had to answer the phone this is the operator. Do you accept a call exactly. from blank? Nowadays, that would be just from jail. Yeah, that's the only people. Yeah, collect calls basically you right now. That. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> locked up. Yeah, but like, back in the day, you would just like walk, walk up to a payphone booth and be like, I got no quarters. Well, let me just call collect. And right. you would just, I think it was like 1-900-COLLECT. Yes, yep, exactly. that's right. I believe Wasn't it was. 1-900-COLLECT. Yes. And you could uh-huh. make a collect call to anybody. And then the operator would say, before they made the system automated, she would be like, what city? And blah, blah, blah. And you would say, this is the phone number. And then they would call the number uh-huh. for you. Exactly. And then it would go quiet while they called. And then they would pick up. The person they would pick up would be like, I have a collect call from. Blah, blah, like blah. this. Either they would try to read your name or they would have a recording of you saying your name. Alana McLean's Homer Simpson. <laughs> That's right. And and then the other person would be like, "Do you accept these charges?" And it's like, "Yep, I do." Or no, no, absolutely <laughs> Never not. Never heard of him, says Jen. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the podcast this is guy? The I'll crazy crow. Do you collect? <laughs> do you right accept there. his call? The crazy crow. That's right. <laughs> you oh guys have it so easy nowadays with phones in your hands. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I I wish I was like born in this era uh-huh. now and had it this easy because i mean i love it now i think about times where i got stranded on the side of the oh, road and i was like oh, I yeah know. there's I know. no payphone anywhere yep. i love it i love driving it. around this town i think i've only seen one payphone like i haven't seen one any of the neighborhoods I'm like oh my god there's a payphone right there so there yeah. must just be a mafia guy like right exactly next to that's what, exactly what i thought this is a gang hideout that's yeah, right he's lurking like, guy from, the that's the guy from goodfellas who has to run out and like <laughs> make phone calls to the union boss a collect call that's right well, thank you for looking at that All right, it's time for us to uh, get into our last segment, which uh, I'm starting to call Geek Out, right? And it's just where we kind of talk about technology and geekery stuff, nerd stuff uh, in mainstream culture. And this one's pretty mainstream. Um, Last week, uh, the Supreme Court came out and made a ruling about Internet um, sales tax. Now, this has been a contentious thing for a long time Mm -hmm. um, because the idea was, hey, you're Amazon in Seattle, Washington. Um, I'm making a purchase from here in Virginia. Um, do I have to pay sales tax considering that Amazon is not actually located physically in Virginia? Exactly. Why should I pay a Virginia sales tax to them? And they were thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
So over the years, it's been very contentious. And I used to work for a tax organization, and it was a back-and-forth thing. Well, the Supreme Court, um, there was this uh, court case against, uh, I think it was against uh, South Dakota, um, and they determined that, yes, they do have to collect those taxes. And I just want to know, what are your thoughts on that? Do you guys think this is going to be a huge blow to these retailers? You know, the fact that they're going to have to, because, I mean, you're talking about mom and pop, you know, like entities like on uh, Etsy. Mm -hmm. You know, I would assume that they're also going to be responsible for having to remit these taxes. What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's going to hurt them or do you think it's going to help them? What are your I think it's going to be tedious to keep up with which state. So are they going to charge the taxes based on the state in which you live? Yes. So they need a spreadsheet that determines. That's that's a lot of extra work that people really don't want to deal with. Sure. If they're going to do that, then maybe there should be a base internet sales tax. Uh So there is a, uh, I I don't have it in front of me, um, but there is a consortium of a, I believe it's 22 states and they've uh, gotten together and created this software that you they give to uh these companies and it says it you know that you put in there hey this is where i'm making the sale to these are the taxes you have to remit for that particular sale and so it kind of helps automate that process right because let's also not forget that there's sales tax, but some places have use taxes, mm. and that can depend on the municipality that you're in too. Oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed if you've bought fast food or um, you know gone out for an evening out. If I go to Norfolk and get dinner, it's like 11.5 percent tax, mm-hmm. um, or maybe 12 percent tax. And here in Newport News, it's a little bit lower because there's meal, beverage, and meal tax. Then there's like state tax yep. and all this stuff. And it's so insane. the taxes are different. Yeah. So you can't even charge the same tax between two cities in the same state. Yeah. So, um, so like, and there shouldn't be a bump in anybody's road. No. Not with the taxes we're paying. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so with Jane Smith on Etsy that's trying to make a name for herself with her, you know, merchandise, that that's just terrible that she's gonna get more taxed from yeah, or internet sales, and I do eBay sales. Yeah. Um, you know, I do a lot of eBay sales uh, because I collect comic books and I sell some of those. And I wonder, well, is that another fee I'm going to get assessed? Right. I already right. have to pay. I think it's like I'm basically paying twenty percent to eBay and PayPal to make that transaction, and now they're going to pay twenty five percent or whatever that goes up to. So it's making even a sale like that look a lot less right. desirable for someone right. like me, mm-hmm. where I know that personally I'm probably not going to pursue those sales. Right. I would rather sell, like let's say I had a comic book that was $100, and I'm already getting charged, essentially I'm just going to just round it off and say 20 bucks mm-hmm. for taxes. Right. Well, I'm like, well, I'd rather just go ahead and just charge $85 here and you know to somebody locally and hope that it sells right and, right. and at least make a little bit more profit than if I was to just go on you know the internet Online. and try and sell and have to pay mm-hmm. all these taxes on it so I'm curious about how it's going to work out but I some people are saying hopefully it'll help streamline this whole process where they make like some centralized way that a, you know a, a retailer can say hey let me go here and the sale was in Duluth, so the the fees and taxes come to this much money, and I don't have to think about it anymore. Right. Versus, you know, you having like you know someone in the back room, 
you know, Martin in the back room sitting there with, you know, the pocket protector, the glasses, and the pencil, like, sitting there writing it Nerd. out. And he's like, well, they're in Duluth, and, you know, and that means, and it, it was a blue hippopotamus, so I'm actually going to charge 3% more because, you know, I don't want to have to do all that. So I would think that if they can come together with this, like, you know, centralized software system, that might help out. But I'm curious, not that I'm saying people shouldn't pay their fair share. Right. You know, right. I mean, these taxes are supposed to be there for a reason, you know, for education, things like that. So as long as the money's getting used properly... By all means, charge that money. Right. But just don't make it such a burdensome thing where it's uh-huh. like it really, you know, if kind of If you're the business retailers. owner. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the year, you got to report these It could discourage small uh-huh. business. Yeah. Yes. Right. And Precisely. then they might not want to get into it. And small business is what drives capitalism. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Uh. It will, I think it will make free shipping almost essential. To, for to a make lot it to people to make, yeah, right, just to keep people coming back, yeah, that's always appealing to me when I'm shopping online. I agree, it's the reason not why as a business Amazon. owner, but as right. someone buying, you know, it's kind of both sides there. I wear my glasses sincerely and my t-shirts ironically. There's some things you can't learn in a class or else I'll sign you up for intro to how not to be a social outcast. You're just so early 2013. Okay, team, is there anything else that we need to cover? Did I get everything? I think we got everything, sir. Think All, right. It. All right, well, little bits and uh, big bites. That's this week's show. Thanks for joining in. We hope you learned a lot about uh, the Magic Jack, about the Clapper, Um I keep want to almost say crapper because the, the guy said the crapper. That's right, the crapper. The, the 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 murder crow app. I know it's not called that, but <laughs> that's all I think of it as right now. Um, and then of course thinking about the uh, differences between uh, the Echo, uh, Google Home, and uh, the uh, new Apple Home Pod. Is yep, that the right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys learned something about all of that. Again, we want to hear your feedback on that. You know, Beavis trying to make a purchase here. So yeah, come him, on now, help him out. Help him out. out. <laughs> Um, if you guys would like to reach out to us, you can do so at Twitter uh, on Twitter at uh, bbitwise. Uh, on Facebook, you can go to www.facebook.com/bbitwise, um, and always feel feel uh, feel free to email us at podcast at bbitwise. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. Um, or uh, use the Apple or brand new Google Podcast app um, if you have the time. And that just came out. I haven't had a chance to check out the new Google um, Podcast app, but I hope it's effective and quicker to use than the, uh, trying to find us in uh, Google Play. Um, but we want you guys to leave us a review. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts and uh, and help others. It helps others know if uh, if we're a good show for them to listen to. So. Uh, make sure you do that. Uh, and of course, for more information about this episode or for show notes or for additional information, make sure you go to our website at www.bbitwise.com um, and you can access all uh, kinds of extra information or uh, get more background on what we uh, were talking about today. So um, make sure you guys all tune in next week. Remember to always try to learn something new each day and let's, let's all be bitwise. bitwise. Nerd. <laughs> Bye, guys. See y'all.
Easy. I'll just be happy to Bam. get through these two episodes know, today. Like, you guys one, are going to be fine. I'm, I'm so nervous stressed. About it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I bet you I didn't give you guys enough to drink, obviously. You can go get you guys some shots. No, no. I'm good. I, I just, some shots. That'll mess like, me up worse. Hey, and then I'll be like, wait, what was I going to say? Let me tell you about this thing again. This is Alondo. I'm beaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, and that was Jen. That was. <laughs> she, she fell. She, just she just fell off the chair. <laughs> At least I didn't fall off the wagon. Right? Yeah. Hey, if you did that, we'll put you in it. We'll put you in a program. The whole deal. We'll get you straightened back yeah. out. There you go. <laughs> the bitwise benefit package. Oh, oh, that's right. Lord. That is the benefits package. We put you through. We put you through AA. <laughs> We'll drive That's our only there, benefit. Off, our only benefit. Later. Our only benefit is we put you through AA. <laughs> we put you on a twelve-step program. Twelve-step support. System. There it is. That's it. Embedded. Oh, yes. My goodness. Be bitwise and sober. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Are we ready for my uh, show? <laughs> That's gonna be bleeped out.